So much grappling, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting is way easier when you're not on an elevated platform or stage like apparatus. It's also much cooler if it can be climate controlled, uh, which means it's time for Verbal Tap. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, how are you doing? Ooh, I am. It is hot. Is it hot? It is hot. Yeah, <laughs> no, is it, it is so hot? hot. No, it's the question is how hot is it? How hot is it? It's so hot I can't even do Metamorphose commentary. Woo, <laughs> but you know the, Ooh, the great thing, is. Kev, is uh, fortunately I don't have to, but we do have somebody on the phone who did just do Metamorphose commentary. Who would we know? The did metamorphs commentary. Oddly, we know both of the participants in here. Oh, oh that's funny. So, that's crazy. It's a very strange thing to look up there and be like, well, these two people we know very well, but one of which is near and dear to our hearts, but we couldn't get Jeff Glover on. So no, instead, we have our other friend, John Evans. John, how are you doing today, man? Oh, I thought this was supposed to be uh, Kenny Florian. I'm I'm sorry. I uh, No, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, yeah, this. Uh, yeah, John, I, I we're going to need you to focus. My name to follow that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, okay, well, you're well, slumming back in the podcast world, mm-hmm. and we know uh-huh. the green room's not as great. Um, mm-hmm. it, maybe the, the parking, but you know, you're just going to have to toughen up. Okay, I'll do my best. I mean, uh, it's it is it's catered though, right? It's, <laughs> there's going to be craft services. Uh, Shut up, John. Nobody believes okay. that you're big timing us at this point. You're on the podcast only days after your big premiere on Metamorris Underground, where you did commentary with our good friend Jeff Glover. And uh, it was a, it was a good experience. Um, I will admit something to you as a spectator. Uh, John, much in the same way how when you watch me roll, and I'm sure you're thinking in your head, oh, I wouldn't do that. Oh, oh I hope he's going to be okay here. <laughs> Oh, I hope that's. Oh, don't, 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 don't do that. That's kind of how I was perpetually. So I was very tense throughout mm. the whole thing. But I'm happy to say okay. you did very well, John. So congratulations. Oh well, thank you very much, my uh, speech and debate coach. That's uh, <laughs> that means a lot to me. So uh, no, it was it was a fantastic event. I I really enjoyed myself. It was quite a surprise to be called out there. So. Uh, you yeah, mentioned quite a surprise, and I think a lot of people would um, probably affirm that sort of thing, considering they kind of, and this isn't necessarily true, but from a spectator's perspective, it all got put together in a week's time. So they announced it on the Monday. When did you find out you were doing commentary? So I was supposed to show up and do commentary on, I believe it was, it was a Friday night, right? Yeah, it was Friday at 7. So I found out um, that maybe like Thursday afternoon that it was a possibility, but then I got confirmation while I was teaching my night class at my gym. Um, so probably like around 7 or so the night before. So about about 24 hours notice. It was um, it was it's pretty quick, <laughs> pretty quick. Um, uh, but the, I mean, honestly, like it it was it was a blast. So I, I was Did really you... excited. I 
part of me thought that maybe like Metamorris was like playing some weird game on me. Like I'd show up and there'd just be an empty parking lot or something like that. <laughs> or but, you'd uh... have to fight. It was some like terrible nightmare. It's like you're fighting your idol in front of everyone. Go. Oh, that'd be so great. If they had the road to Metamorris, it could be the road to Metamorris commentary and that John got in and he actually had to out commentate and grapple because it's a two tier sort of thing. Uh, eight other yeah. participants to make it to there with Jeff Glover. <laughs> this is again, <laughs> yeah, we are spitting hot time. fire, hot fire <laughs> ideas. So, John, the thing I, I really wanted to know here is when all of this is happening, did at any point you suspect? Because you were contacted by Holick himself. Did at any point you suspect you were potentially getting trolled and it wasn't Holick, but it was actually like Holick with the H, Gracie, who's making the rounds and doing Instagram memes? Uh, Absolutely at every point did I expect that because it's just (laughs) – it just seems so unusual, you know? Like, I I mean, now that I look back at it, I'm like, well, that all makes sense. You know, they needed – they had, uh, I guess, they had an available slot for the commentary that they didn't, um, they didn't think that they were going to have, so they needed somebody, and they were asking around uh, for the normal, the usual suspects that they know, and um, I guess people were either booked or you know it just wasn't working out for them, or it wasn't like the right fit, I guess, with Jeff Glover. So uh, then my coach decided to pass along my information and. And uh, that's pretty much it. How, how don't, do be you, uh, Don colin, don't be coy. Don't be coy. Who's your coach, John? <laughs> My coach is uh, Hubanks Cobrinha Charles. He is the current defending ADCC brown belt. Uh, he is no. He, he's he's uh, I think he's a little bit above that. Oh, he's, uh, oh, that Cobrinha. he is a black belt. That oh. is, yeah, the Cobrinha. Okay. Nope. I'm I'm sorry. The four-time black belt world champ. And ADCC current champ, Boy, who will be defending his title this, uh, I think, in a week or so. So that should be exciting. If you don't watch ADCC, it's every two years, and it's amazing. So you should probably watch that if you can. Uh, but yeah, he's a incredible grappler, but he's a also a phenomenal person, and he was kind enough to pass along my information. So that was a uh, it was unexpected, but it was awesome. Uh, I really on that one. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, we don't mention that because it's not. Well, <laughs> yes, that's pretty good. <laughs> is, that, uh, is that something personal you got going there? Kevin, no, I, was you... just, I was just getting in the mm. mind of the selection committee. That was all. Mm. Anyway, okay. uh, did you go into one of those 80s montages where you were like practicing your vocal exercises and doing pull ups and like next to a poster oh, yeah. with Jeff Glover because that would have been awesome to like post I'm just saying yeah, well you know I didn't get video of it unfortunately but yeah I did um, you know I got had about 24 hours notice and I condensed a lot of my training probably into about three minutes um, of just yeah I got a couple of push ups and awesome pull ups and, and yeah it was really <laughs> exactly. but, you know, surprisingly effective yeah I was I was prepped so worked out for the best <laughs> That would be so amazing if John did his, uh, and I know what his warm up routine is for when he competes. I hope that you did exactly that, John. I did. No, 100%. Yeah, it was uh, just <laughs> enough to not quite break a sweat. It was really oh, okay. it was a good time. 
Well, mm-hmm. don't worry, because you definitely were breaking a sweat once the show went on. And I don't know that it was necessarily because you were nervous. It was more so because how would you describe the heat of the set for Metamorphos Underground, Sean? Um, well, it was like a uh, maybe like a low temperature oven. I would I would say <laughs> like was, keeping uh, it warm sort of oven. Type? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it was like probably a good a cool two hundred in there. So it was um it was a small area which actually made it awesome to uh, to spectate because it was really like intimate. There was just the stage and then just a, a couple of people that were watching live and then the commentators. And uh, made it really awesome to watch, but um, there was no air conditioning in that particular area, and they had to close the door due to sound and light issues for the live stream. And oh my goodness, it was one million degrees in there. It was terrible. Um, but uh, you know, the the fights fortunately were so exciting that um, I nearly completely forgot about uh, my heat exhaustion. So kind of worked out. <laughs> I have to say, as somebody who regularly trains with you, John, I'm used to seeing like you describe yourself as somebody who sweats a bit. And oh yeah, I'm a uh-huh. yeah. Well, and, keep going. Uh-huh. Oh, I will. I will. I'm just saying. This is all what you say. I'm just rephrasing what it is uh-huh. that you uh-huh. regularly tell people. Don't give me shit, John. Just because you've been on a metamorphs underground, uh-huh. guys. We're on. Uh-huh. We're live. If you don't mind. Okay. Okay. I, that's fine. I'm drunk with right. power. You're drunk with power. Yeah. <laughs> but here's what I'm saying is I could tell that both you and Glover, and thank God you wore a good shirt that could hide it, but you and Glover looked like you were uh, just pouring, pouring oh. sweat. And Glover looked like he was 10 minutes away from last call at a bar. That's how rough <laughs> he was looking by the end of it. But uh, so it's fun, obviously, um, you know, your first match, uh, you basically were, were going in there. How did it feel once you got things going? Because I know there's a lot of prep that goes into it, obviously, once you get the call. But what did it feel like once the event started going? Um, yeah, I mean, the first couple of minutes, it was a little bit, um, even though we did a, a little bit of rehearsing before the actual event went live, obviously, they had a bunch of whoa, 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 good, you rehearsed that. Um, well, what? they showed up a little early, and we, we you have to go over little specific parts to make sure that you're not going to flow everything. So let's time out here for a second, Kev, because now we know that they, in theory, have rehearsed the other commentary teams, and we'll have questions for those people later when they come back on the show. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, true, you're commentating, true. and it's fun, and, and you and Jeff actually – you and Jeff started getting along pretty well. You guys were were silly with each other, and I thought that was pretty fun. Um, what was the weirdest moment of the whole uh, ordeal to you? Uh, the weirdest moment? Um, well, for the actual show, probably worrying about Carl Parisian and E.J. Agazar just flying into us with a uh, – quite the velocity uh, i mean they were like uh there's one point when uh, aj was trying to double leg caro and carl was it looked like he was trying to uchimata aj and they were just directed right at us and the ref was doing everything he could to kind of like uh play the fence there and and block for us but uh we I mean, could it hear the like they were on a, 
we could hear the fear. Oh, I mean, was, and frankly, uh, it was real because they were moving. <laughs> like you guys were really legitimately. And when they're that close, do you worry about what you're saying and what they can hear? Um, you know those those headsets uh, were. I mean, I know that those ones are commonly used for live production, um, but I usually like a. Uh, I'm used to more of a, um, a closed headset where it goes all the way around your ear. So I always just assumed that those particular headsets were not very noise canceling, but I could barely hear anything with those things on. So uh, it, I couldn't really tell that it was dead silent in there, except for just me and Jeff talking when I had them on. So I was just probably shouting stuff and uh, hopefully didn't give tips or anything like that to the uh, to the grapplers that they were trying to finish submissions or whatever. But um, awesome. yeah, I mean, it was really quiet though. Like there was honestly like not aside from like maybe the main event and the co-main event with people shouting, you know, the few instructors that were there and a couple of fans. Like uh, I mean, it was pretty quiet and it was mainly just the commentators' voices, which was. Um, unusual so uh made it really really interesting though you bring up a good point in that people started shouting uh do you get a little defensive because i know you have those broadcast uh headphones so maybe you don't hear it as much but we could barely hear you guys at a certain point because of how much yelling we heard from folks on the sidelines aka coaches (laughs) well (laughs) i mean Especially with the main event, uh, I think after Carlo was uh, pushed off the stage and hit his head on the on the floor pretty hard, um, and people were yelling back and forth, like it got pretty heated at that point. And I couldn't really tell how loud everything was. Like I could just hear like some murmurs through the headset, but uh, I mean, it, it makes perfect sense. I'm sure people were just screaming after that. So it probably was a little bit uh, harder to hear the commentators just because the ambient noise was so high at that point. But it's also yeah. a small venue, too, so the sound bounces everywhere. Well, what was your favorite match? Favorite match for sure was the main event. It was Carl versus AJ Agazarm. Um, I mean, that <laughs> was like, I really want to go back and watch over all of them. I haven't had a second yet to do, to do so, but, uh, I mean, that, it, it was so much better than I thought it was going to be. And, uh, it was better than I had hoped it was going to be even, um, which is kind of amazing because on paper that could be a really amazing match. And, but it was better than that. And it was, uh, Taro was like, man, that guy, he got put through the ringer a little bit with uh, with all the like extra stuff that can go wrong in in a combat sport that you don't expect, like uh, falling off of a ring or uh, outside of a matted area. <laughs> falling one maybe time. about four feet on your head. One time. <laughs> but like, did Come you on. at every any point, John, calculate the possibility they might fall onto you? Did you ever do the odds in your head where you go, oh shit, they might fall on me? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They were definitely headed our direction, at least on one or two occasions. And, uh, yeah, I mean, really, there was no barrier or anything. And uh, I'm not sure if the camera showed it very well, but we were just off to the side of the platform. So 
Uh, I mean, it was there was nothing really between us, and they would have just fell right on top of us. So um, there was a couple of times where we actually had to stand up and like give me to run. But uh, fortunately, <laughs> did not come to that. Thank <laughs> God, you yeah, guys were combat commentating. We're okay and and well trained for that. Um, you know, on the same end, you're quite the coach though as well, John. So at any given point, did you almost want to put your hand over the mic and yell out like, "Hey"? You might want to try putting your foot here. Um, I, I, I just, I might help. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm commentating. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think at this point, I've probably, eh, I'm, I'm arguably have commentated more than a coach, uh, maybe. Uh, it's, but they're, they're pretty similar. So when I'm commentating, and I know I'm commentating, I, I more just think like, oh, well, he should do this and this and this, and then he could do, you know, go to this position or whatever. But I don't think of it in the context of like, like, hey, buddy, you should maybe try to mount that guy here because there's a you got an advantage here. But that's, uh, you know, fortunately, because, um, you know, sometimes you see those things and that could really predict the outcome of the match. So, uh, no, I, I haven't really been faced with that too much, thankfully, but yeah, it's, it definitely could present itself. Well, good for you, well, man. And I got to tell you, we are, and I think Kevin was about to say the same, we are extremely proud of you. We uh, we think you did a good job. Kev, I have a question to ask awesome. you, though. Yeah. What? Would you, and be honest, okay? Sure. But would you like the opportunity to see, I don't know, maybe John Evans do commentary with, somebody i don't know else maybe even on hmm. this podcast in the near future you know like that does real, real handsome well definitely um mm-hmm. you know too much handsome is never a good thing so maybe pairing you up with someone that's like more middle of the road i think is like better <laughs> but what do i know uh, uh. Um, I, I do. Free, though. That's not what's going to happen, though, because uh, oh, there will be something else? two good-looking mugs on a commentary screen coming up very, very soon. Uh, I'm happy to announce John and I oh, yeah. will be doing commentary for the Nawaza Challenge. What? First so, of all, Nawaza Challenge, awesome. Second, those those are two great choices, if I may be so bold <laughs> as to compliment the people over at the Nawaza selection committee Welcome, kevin check is in the mail but we want to say uh we're excited for this this is actually going down if i am correct john on september 13th i believe so yes <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's uh it's it's exciting i mean like I, I this is this is what i wanted from the get-go this is this is uh, the verbal tap with the bjj breakdown then then make a weird love child um <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, that that went wrong. But this this I wanted to commentate a match. I wanted or a tournament. I wanted to host our own tournament. Um, and uh, for the people at Nawaza to be so kind of to basically facilitate that to happen, it's a uh, it's awesome. I'm so stoked. Most definitely. Uh, I don't know that we'll let John say things like "love child" on our broadcast, but I'll do my he best to try and make sure he does. He said love. Come on. But oh, I will I'll say it. <laughs> I will say there was nothing better than uh hearing John get the call for Metamorphs commentary because uh he is somebody who is doing such great things 
uh, in the community. And I, I love when I get to see uh, friends who work so hard and do such good things, uh, get those opportunities. And I'm not going to say I know for sure they enjoyed you, John, but I have heard through good authority that they did uh, enjoy you. And I will say this. No, Rap, you do know for sure. Remember, you talked directly to them. No, I do not know for sure. Maybe I may have oh. heard something. Oh, okay. But... <laughs> oh, sorry. I love that. That's the idea that Kevin's going with here. I will say this, guys. <laughs> if you are listening and you work at Metamorris, hire John back because, uh, Kev, why should they hire him back? Well, first of all, don't make him look into the camera again. Ladies, gentlemen, <laughs> who can say no to that face second uh you know good mix good mix of the historical knowledge with some explanation of what would help complete moves and and what was still short and why people were doing things yep. it's helpful so for that and all the other entertaining reasons plus you'll get a chance to see john and i do some commentary at the Nawaza challenge we're excited it's going to be a really cool tournament format uh i believe the winner can win two thousand dollars it's going to be a 16-man tournament john and i are excited to get to do this and i have to say john there's no better warm-up than meta morris if i'm being so honest <laughs> I, I, I can't even believe that yeah they were calling that a warm-up but it, i guess it kind of is it's um uh, yeah, totally. It's, uh, I am, I am, I am ready for this. I'm ready. <laughs> let's let's, so, let's take on the world. We will. And uh, John, where can people find you? Uh you know, just kicking around town, probably. Um, maybe over at Morris. Metamorphs Studios. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, hopefully, <laughs> you're not helping I don't, my case no, here. John. Raph hates this. <laughs> that, that was my fault. That was my fault. I felt like I, I, I that. that's true. What is that? Hold on. Let me <laughs> let me ask John again. John, where can people find you? Well, uh, you can actually find them. Uh, I'm sorry, me at uh, BJJ Breakdown. <laughs> Uh, dot com also on the twitter at bjj breakdown and uh soon on the instagrams as well uh i i really enjoyed being on the show and i i look forward to you know doing commentary with you Raph. well thanks john me too <laughs> that, that was a little scary that was, that was like he's just hearing yourself talk like that too it was way you know, easier yeah but, uh, don't yeah, worry that was, that was really good i should uh i'll take notes Verbal Tap fans from BJJ Breakdown, John Evans. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Verbal Tap fans, this guy just had an unbelievably, uh, just, Raph, what's the word? Boring? It was really, really, um, it was stalling. A lot of stalling. I mean, it was a points game. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Mm -hmm. that's what they were both playing, (laughs) even in a submission. Uh, It was at the most recent Metamorris. It was the fight. It was the headline, um, and it lived up to the hype. AJ Agazarm fought Kybrisian, but AJ is on the line with us this evening. AJ, how are you doing, sir? Hey, guys. I'm doing doing well. Appreciate it. having me on we got to get one thing out of the way you're you everyone we've ever talked to says you're really polite and we've talked to some people that have trained with you you know we always ask like what the killers are like in in the training setting uh you're always really nice 
on the mats, you look like an insane person occasionally. You're even doing some taunting. Is that like a Boz-type character for the grappling, or do you just go blank line about submitting people? Because I kind of dig it. No, I appreciate that. So, yeah, um, you know, wrestling, my involvement with wrestling, and that was always kind of what was, you know, expected to be really super intense when you stepped on the mat and and totally different off. And, um, you know, jujitsu is a little bit different, but I, I was kind of brought into that mindset through my wrestling days. And, and I, I agree, man, you got to have some sort of intensity level when it comes to being on the mat. And, you know, it's very, it's very easy to, to fall, um, fall a victim and, and, and become kind of a very passive competitor in jujitsu. It's a very laid back uh, lifestyle. It's a, you know, everybody loves everybody. If you walk into a jiu-jitsu tournament and you walk into a wrestling tournament, you get to- two totally different vibes. And, you know, <laughs> with, with, a, with a super match specifically between, you know, an MMA fighter and, and, and myself, and that's for, for a pretty good organization, I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to kind of put ourselves on cruise control and be very methodical in, in our approach to, to positions. Um, but at the same time, it, it's it's not your traditional jujitsu tournament or or match. It's 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 a grappling event that's really a clash of styles. And I wanted to bring that intensity level for this match specifically. Yeah. Now, the thing I want I'm... Jaws music, Raph, <laughs> in between, like before he mm. shoot, like all this in here that dern dern. <laughs> but that's a suggestion <laughs> for another event, Raph. Sure. And I think the reason why we we talk about this is because. There is this perception that when you were wagging your finger and you're kind of mid-level taunting, there was uh, some discussion, I think even at Polaris, where, you know, you took out your your mouthpiece and people just <laughs> see you. And if I can be so kind as to compare you as to a pro wrestling heel so that you are playing the <laughs> role of a bad guy, do you ever get that perception about yourself? I do. And if there's anybody who does that best about portraying that for me, it's the people on Reddit. <laughs> so Reddit users don't don't like me that much, but my Facebook users, you guys love me. It's a very you know wide range of of personalities no, between Reddit and Facebook. Don't compare the two because Reddit folks also give us a fair amount of shit, and that's fine. We <laughs> encourage it uh, mostly because I love seeing people articulate "you suck" uh, without any variance to it. <laughs> But what I really want to know, though, is do you ever watch a match with yourself and go, oh, my God, is that me? When you're doing those kind of taunts or those kind of uh, hyping up or, or escalating, if you would. Yeah, so no, I appreciate you, you, you bringing, that, bringing that to light because it's something that I've always kind of wanted to address with, with you know, the community is, is – you know, people kind of always think that there's a little bit of an arrogance that that comes that that follows me, or, or you know, you know, you get a hint of it, or maybe some people think it's a large dose of it. And if only they knew that, like the jujitsu enthusiast in me is always constantly in the match going, probably not, probably not right there, probably not, probably not. <laughs> and you know, so I'm I, I I'm kind of always always cr- criticizing myself, thinking like. You know, I don't really have you know the the sharpest you know position right now. I I could certainly fine tune this. It's not you know it's not optimum. Um, so you know there's 
I, I, I get that, but you know, the, the, the jujitsu enthusiast in me is, is I'm kind of always critiquing myself and saying, Hey, it's not, it's not anywhere near like the level of, that it should be. Hmm. And I think the reason I, I asked this question is because if you are that person and you recognize it and Honestly, every account we do get of you is is very nice and polite, and we are plugged into the community. So if you weren't a good person, we would know. But I have this feeling that when you're watching someone else do this, I, I get this feeling that maybe you have a visceral reaction to it. Do you get excited to watch other fighters do that sort of hype up? Or are you like when you're at home and you're removed to admit you go, oh, that's just uncalled for. That finger wagging. I, mm, I don't know about that. Jiu-Jitsu doesn't really have that, and I and I think it's something that you know, you know, it, it, if if you're smart about it and, and you use it in a, in a way that that it's not overly disrespectful, but you know, it, it can certainly it can certainly benefit the the community. I've also seen you fight at a tournament where you don't necessarily use some of those. So I'll say I really sure. liked it at Metamoris, just because you know it's, and. And I, I get what you're saying. You're definitely, you know, the jujitsu guy Gotham City needs. So I get it. You feel that there is a void yeah. and that you are fulfilling that void. So I, I'm there with you well, on that. It's it's kind of like a personal stake that I have to, to always make things exciting. And with a super match, specifically, you know, a, a main event for a card, people want to see a show. People want to see a back and forth. People want to see some personality. That's what they're paying money for. You know, it, it, it's who I am as an athlete in a, in a IBJJF tournament and who I am for a super match, you know, between me and a specific person. It's two different, two different, you know, approaches there. And, and for me, I, that's, that's the way I like to be because, you know, jujitsu is more than one match. You have a, you have a focus that you have to maintain, and, and um, for super matches, you're, you know, I'm trying to give a, bring value to what the people spent their money to to watch. Yeah, and mission accomplished on that front. And I actually was really excited to see your style in that. But that, just to back up real quick, how did you end up in the fight? Man, crazy, right? Uh, it was JT originally. I, 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 uh, from yeah, what we it was saw. JT originally. I got to LA two days before this match, and and Hallett texted me and said, "Hey, you know, actually, I can, let me pull it up here. I can read you verbatim what awesome. Hallett said to me." <laughs> um, if it has a misspelling, you better articulate that too. <laughs> and it, just to clarify, it's not the H Hallick Gracie, the account where he's claiming where he invented things, no, right? No, real. Like no, it. it's a real one. Okay, no, just making sure. Are you sure it was? Yeah, it was, I mean, you can never it was a specific, terrible. specific text message from him. He said, yeah. "Hey, man." Um, so he he just texted me at seven o'clock at night on on Tuesday, and said, "You ready to go for Friday?" And I go, "What's Friday?" <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> and he goes, "JT might be out. Let me know if you're down to fight Cairo." And I just responded and said, down, just got to L.A., literally. Oh. He goes, he goes, cool, I will get confirmation tonight. Where are you training tomorrow time? I said, I'm at I'm 9 a.m. I'm training at Home Loba Howells Academy in Northridge. 
and, and, and from there he set up a videographer to go there and film the training and put together a hype video. And uh, he, he confirmed later that night, he just said, hey, man, looks like you're it. I'll, I'll email you the contract first thing in the morning. Um, let me know the details. And, and, and he said, hey, if you win or have, have an amazing, or just have an amazing performance and people are going nuts to have you back, then it's, it's big for Metamorph Force. And, and well, good and news there. Partially true. We need a car chase in that story. Otherwise, it's perfect. Yeah, no. just we're one car chase <laughs> short of something. Or that Holly does like a romantic gesture and met you at oh, the airport with at, a boombox. Or at Northridge, he arrives and there's like two fresh rash guards that just say, be with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. These now, are free I, ideas, Metamoris. Free yeah, ideas. Yeah. We're just throwing hot gold here <laughs> at Verbal Taps. Um, so, AJ, were you in... You're in shape. You're just clicked in. Like it's, You strike me as someone that's never out of shape. Is there a moment, even at Christmas, where you like will eat a little pie and take a day off, or are you just always ready to fight? Yeah, you know, that's, that's something that I really am... am and, and super adamant about being, and, and it's always being ready, no matter what, no matter what I'm doing. You know, I had the ADCCs in two weeks. Um, it, you know, it, you know, I could have easily told, hey, how like it's not a, it's not enough notice for me, and or man, it's a, you know, I never, never seen this guy grapple. You know, there, there are a lot of hesitations that I could have had, but for me, it's just, it's, it's having the mentality that, no matter, you know, what comes your way, it's just being ready for it, being able to control the chaos, being able to take things head on and, and go about it in a way that makes it fun. Um, I, I really, I eat clean, even, you know, all the way up after a major championship. So like after the ADCC, a lot of people will go and they'll eat a bunch of crap food or, or this, that, and the other since the championship's over. But my lifestyle is pretty, pretty clean in that sense that, you know, I, I stay away from, from, you know, foods that can easily slow me down. And my weakness has pretty, been pretty plateaued since I've been in college. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't ever get out of, of whack. I stay pretty, pretty straight and narrow path when it comes to the, and, because, and that's mainly because I travel a lot. I, you know, I'm always, I'm always traveling. This year, I've accumulated over ninety thousand miles with United. Damn, so, <laughs> I just became yeah. a silver. I'm just barely working my way through premium. It's not important. Dude, one one thing that I said to myself in the beginning of the year, before, above any any accomplishment in, in, in a grappling tournament or or matchup wise, one thing I'm just set on achieving is 100,000 miles with the United, and I think it's safe to say I'm almost there. <laughs> He's gonna take a random flight to Ohio. It's just like just drop yeah. me off at the that theme park or something. Yeah. Well, this trip I... to Brazil should push me over. Oh. I was gonna say I don't know that you want to uh, peak right there. Maybe you know when they hand you, uh, you know the winnings for ADCC, you're not gonna look at it and be like, eh, "It's no United hundred miles, thousand <laughs> miles." Uh, I guess there's still so, one fish I mean, out there. Too early. <laughs> I forget which movie it was, but I'm expecting like the flight attendants to come out and like be in lingerie and caressing me and just like you've reached 100,000 miles congratulations 
I, I know for sure they have that in the movie Up in the Up in Air with uh, George Clooney. <laughs> what was that Snoop Dogg airplane one? Maybe it's that it's one. Soul Plane. Soul Plane. <laughs> Which, <laughs> by the way, is a plane. remake of the movie Airplane, but we won't get into that because that's a whole podcast into itself. Now, AJ, when you get this, was there anybody else who they threw at you? I had heard rumor that they were also potentially looking to pair you up with uh, with Josh. Yeah, they were. So what yeah, came he, of he that? Approached... They throw that at you first? or I mean, because what I'm trying to piece together here is, did you fly here with any kind of concept in your head you could get the call for Metamorphs? No, zero. And the only reason I was flying to L.A. was to, to finish my training camp for ABCT with Homolo and, and the guys here at, at British Baja. I'm sorry, that's um, cool. And I will say this from a jujitsu nerd perspective, because I didn't even, I, I didn't know. I didn't know JT was out and that you were in. But as soon as I saw it, I was just like, oh, badass, AJ's fighting. Cool. So I like, didn't even skip a beat. And I was like, that's a great matchup. This is great. So there wasn't even a second pause. That's a good yeah. reputation on your part. Yeah, and, and, and it just worked out that I was, I was in LA. I didn't know when I was going to come back to LA because I was doing some other traveling. And that's, you know, that's really how my life is. is I'm, I'm putting things together week by week. Um, but they had proposed an idea of a hanger match, and I wasn't closer, but just given the, the, what they initially offered me and, and the timing, I was still unsure if I was going to be in L.A. during that time. I, I mean, I booked my flight to L.A. probably five days before I bought it. When they approached me about hanger, I was still, I think I was, I was in Florida getting ready to drive up to Ohio with my brother to get him into college. So it's just kind of like, hey, I don't really know what my plan is. I know my focus right now is primarily the ADCC. And then it worked out with, you know, by chance that Alec texted me as soon as I got to L.A. And and, and I, I really strive to, to, to be that person that at the drop of a hat, are you ready? You know? So Yeah. And that's impressive because you wanting to do that and you getting that opportunity and taking advantage of it is, is cool. What was your first thought when it was all said and done and you knew you were going there? What is there any kind of game planning that happens or, you know, how does well, that process work for you? At the same time, you know, you wind the clocks back a little bit on, on online. People were going crazy about Metamore saying, oh, they're not paying the athletes. Joe Lowe's put out that video. Then they had the problems with, with payments for the, 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 the Road to Metamore series. You know, so there was a lot of, a lot of things going around the internet talking about, you know, negatively putting light into to things for metamorphs and, and how I threw out a dollar amount for me to, to do the match. And I just remember saying to myself, look, I don't really care. Uh, dollar, I'm not going to negotiate anything with him for that aspect. In my eyes, I don't even care if I get paid or not. I, I'm just going to talk it up as not, not getting paid. But I He's joking, super... fight promoters yeah, that okay. love AJ's style. That was just AJ, him being coy gonna, about his talent. Take a pause again. Well, and and here's why. Here's why I say that. Metamorse, what they're doing for the the grappling community is unprecedented. The, the matchups that they're giving, the 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 build up that they have, and the and the and the promotions that they do for their athletes, it's, it's second to none. I think Jeff is great in in the sense that you get the titles and the glory. But the, the athlete promotion, I mean, a, a couple thousand dollars, you know, yeah. I feel like there's more value in, in, in showing, showcasing my BJJ and showcasing my wrestling against a, 
uh, an MMA judo player for the community. When I say that I don't really care about the money, it's, yeah, of course I want to get paid and I have bills that I want to pay and things like that, and I'm going to negotiate that. But when I heard all the things that were happening with Meta Morris and, and, and I thought about the, 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 the matchup, the style of matchup, I thought, man, this is a great opportunity to showcase wrestling and jiu-jitsu fused together with, against the MMA judo guy. That's going to be something that is, is fireworks on the mat for a, an organization like Metamorphs. If, if another guy called me up from a, a Joe Schmo organization saying, hey, um, I have this matchup. I'm thinking that you could do two weeks before ADCC. And I was like, well, where's your, you know, what, what, what's the organization? Does it have any, any, um, you know, weight to it? Man, Morse is, is huge. Man, Morse is a, is a huge organization. And I know that they have a lot of kinks that they're working through. And, and it's just like anything you start from the ground up. There's going to be that, but they're working it out and they're looking, their, their vision is to bring grappling and jujitsu to a global, you know, uh, global stage that people from, you know, all different walks of life can understand, not just grappling and, and, and jiu-jitsu enthusiasts. And I would encourage those uh, individuals who haven't gone to read your Facebook post about it to go do that because uh, much like what you're saying here, it was a a point of pride to get out there to show what you're capable of doing, which is super commendable. But if we're going to rewind sure. just maybe about, uh, I don't know, seven minutes ago, when you said it was the most important accolade to get a hundred thousand miles. When you got ADCC coming up a little bit, I, you know, I just want to make sure you get paid. Now, ask answer this: Have you been paid yet? Um, Halleck had a date on the contract of when I would get paid by. I think it was like the second, first or second week of September. So, um, and I'll tell you this much: yeah. I think the community is happier because we want to see that you guys get paid. So, for us to see yeah, you guys get properly compensated is. More the issue rather than ragging on Metamorphs to be like, ah, screw those guys, if you can kind of follow where we're on on that. Right. And he, he, he has, he, he's a business guy, you know, and he's running a business. And I get it. And I understand his, his, his you know, his point on a lot of things that he makes. Um, I'm not going to, you know, I, yeah. I, I just know he's working out kinks and, and he's, he's doing his best to uphold the vision of Metamorphs. And, um, you know, I was willing to, to, to do a match under his card for, for what for what what it what it meant for the community and what it meant for jujitsu. Which that's cool. And Kev, I think it's time he brings up a good point of getting to the match. I, I was just gonna say I was like, I want to talk about the match. I can't believe we've gotten twenty minutes in. I haven't talked about the match yet. We've got to talk about Because it. there's so yeah. much to talk about. Holy shit. Holy shit indeed. All right. So the match day, uh, you know, you're coming in. What are your thoughts going into this fight? Uh, maybe about an hour before it's going down. One thing that you know, you know, you know the site BJJ Heroes, freaking phenomenal site. They yeah. have a, they have a, a collection of all of your matches, and when you get the black belt and, and the profiles that they do, like BJJ player Wikipedia profiles, and they keep a log of all the matches. Um, and I, and I remember looking at it like a week ago and realizing that I was approaching the hundredth match for my black belt career. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten, and I have a point to this of saying, I, I got my black belt in 2013. One of the things that really, you know, 
I had a lot, you know, focus on, and this is what I really encourage people that have never done it or they just started jujitsu is, hey, get out there and compete. Go and test yourself. Go and challenge yourself in ways that, you know, you may not be very comfortable with right away, but after you're going to push that limit a little bit more. And in just, you know, near, just just shy of 100 matches at the black belt, you know, there's been there's been nerves that I've worked through, and there's there's been, you know, kind of like a equilibrium that I've been trying to get to. So knowing what I need to feel before my match, what I should feel after and, and during and, you know, and, and, and being ready at the drop of a hat. So that was something that I, I've, I've been really working through, you know, in, in my athletic career to be able to, you know, an hour before the match or the day of the match, thinking Just like, roll in and fight. I have to be, I have to, I, that's the way I have to be. I have to have, I have to have that mindset. I have to just roll in, be ready to go. No matter what, if I overthink things, if I put too much emphasis on some things, it could, could detour my focus. It could, you know, you know, I, I could get, you know, I could get smoked in the first two minutes of the match. So I have to, I have to maintain that, that, that experience that I've had all, all these matches and all these tournaments you know, even past my black belt, I've been, you know, I think in my underbelts, I had over 400 matches in jujitsu. Um, so it, it's it's something that I really tried to impress upon people that just start jujitsu and people that are, are are looking to compete or people that have even competed. Hey, there's a specific mindset and there's a an uh, an efficient and effective way to go about competitions. That one, you don't become super nervous. One, you don't you, you're not you know not putting too much emphasis on things that are are gonna detour you and and sometimes when you do feel that it's great because then you learn how to work through it the next time and what i go through and what i feel right now is going to be totally different than what somebody else goes through but there's the it's a trial and error thing you go okay hey this worked for me last time maybe i, I need to do this instead of that and it's it's fine-tuning that and so this was just another great experience that i had the first time i've been under the metamorphs card but you know not the first time i've been in the situation that i needed to be ready to go for for something that I, you know, if you look at it, three days, two, three days is not not much preparation time. But my whole life, it's about being prepared. It's about being ready. How'd it go? Talk us through it. You start the match. You're pretty aggressive. You're you're pushing for immediate takedowns. You seem to want you wanted contact. Yeah, I did. I did exactly the way to put it because, I, you know, just from from understanding a little bit about Parisian beforehand is knowing that he was a, you know, pretty, pretty, um, reactive. Uh, so I needed to get him to be proactive in the match. And sometimes, you know, that's a very intense stare down in the beginning. And, and especially guys I don't know anything about, you know, I've never competed with or, you know, never been around. I do. I, I line up toe to toe with him and I give him, I give him a stare down. I give him an intense stare down because I, I want them to know this is business. This is, this is what you know. I came here to. I came here to clash with you. Yeah, and you message send. You send that message yeah. well. And to your credit, I'll say this, and I and I genuinely mean this. And I've I've had this critique of some jujitsu matches lately. Your jujitsu matches don't lack intensity at any point because you don't you don't let them. There are, there isn't a point where you take a break and you give people a break. You just kind of keep going. Yeah, it's a, it, and that's the way. In my, in my experience, that's the way a match should be. It should be. Uh, you know, you start at one point and it's a, it's a gradual increase in the entire match until either the A, the match has ended, or the submission is achieved. And 
you know, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted Carter to know I meant business, and I, I wanted Carter to know I meant business, not just for you know him and I, but for for the community. I, I it, imagine, imagine if I would have set myself on cruise control, you know. If you look at one end of it, he could have accepted the pace I was going, and I could have been a little bit more, you know, reserved my approach. But you guys spent this money, and then you know, I heard, I heard a lot of people even had problems with the stream. You know, where's the value in that as a, as a viewer? Yeah, that's uh, not. So I, you, I definitely hear you on that. That's that's I good. Say. I just think, you know, when you're when you're saying that, and you're not getting, let's say. Uh, uh, the contact that you want and you start pushing it as well um, at any point, like what was your biggest observation of what he was bringing to that match? He was, he was defending everything I threw at him. And, and, you know, there was, there were some intense situations. Like for example, you know, me shoving him or, 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 you know, him falling off the stage, which a lot of people thought I did intentionally. He fell off the stage. You kind of just slipped after I had a single leg. Um, you know, in an elevated stage, is, is you know you're going to have that type of you know situation. But well, you know, shoving, AJ, if him, I can, shoving him into the rest. Go ahead. If I can just be really honest, um, it was a great match, uh, definitely up until that point, obviously. But at that exact moment, just from a spectator's point of view, I thought you guys had broken Metamorphosis. I thought when he fell off, I go, "Oh shit, what happens now?" Yeah. <laughs> What is, I, do, we, I, do we keep I, going? I also, Guys. I also didn't know. I was like, is, are there bylaws yeah. here? What, what is the the fun part? I didn't is, know is either. Weird. I saw him fall off, and I saw mm-hmm. his like he went head first, and I like tried to like grab him, so he didn't, and then like it was just like, he was stuck there with. I, I thought it was going to be another ten minutes before he got up, so I was I was shocked that it happened in like less than two minutes that he was up and ready to go again. He didn't hit his head. You know, I think he kind of exaggerated a little bit when when and he tried to make it seem like he did. But I watched him go to the mat and or go to the ground, and he didn't hit his head. He simply slid off the mat, and and you know, that, well, with all due was, respect, was, you had a much better vantage point. And we'll, we'll no, take your I point, agree with but all that. for us. Uh, you had a much better vantage point. For us, it looked like, oh, shit, we didn't see it. So it's like that cutaway in a movie, in a horror movie, where you don't see the yeah. violence, but you invent it in your head, and you go, oh, God, is he? Yeah. what's happening? And then you start thinking, like Kevin mentions, what are the bylaws? And I don't know if you know this, but the even deeper question for me is, my good friend John Evans, who you very uh-huh. nicely have been uh, corresponding with, he was doing commentary for the very first time on that Metamorphosis card you with nearly, you guys, nearly, and I thought, oh my god, they broke John too, because yeah. how do you commentate about this? They got this? gun shy. You could hear it in Jeff Glover's voice. Yeah. Every time you guys went yeah. near him, he was like, uh, uh. <laughs> I later on yeah. told John uh, in, in like a post-review kind of a thing, I was like, John, I'll tell you this much, man. There's no better trial by fire than having that happen. Because if you can survive <laughs> that, where your main event might be over due to pushing out, then uh, who knows? But here's the good news. Yeah. The match continued. It wasn't even really a push. It was a single leg that ended. I tried to bring it to the mat, and he fell off. You know? No, sure. I and agree. I'm not, it was, I'm the, not placing the it was blame, unintentional but on my side. It didn't look intentional. Yes. Nobody is here on this podcast is accusing you of saying or doing as much. But it looked, from our vantage point, like it was a 
kind of fight that was happening where it just is not you saying like, ha ha, evil villain pushing him off, but that there's some contact that you're trying to That's initiate and falls off. Did, okay. did you feel that people thought that you like sat over on the side and in contemplating that the whole time? I tell you what, my, my, my corner thought, you know, they, they, they thought it was bad and I said, no, no, it, it, you know, it's probably going to take five or 10 minutes for him to get up, but he'll be back in. Yeah. And that was the other thing we learned is you have five minutes. So future Meta Morris participants, should you get a concussion, you get five minutes. Okay. And that's so. good to know. Or, you know, for some reason, AJ power bombs you off the stage, you know, that's <laughs> if it happens. <laughs> so yeah. Thankfully, everything returns and the match goes back to normal. Now, I noticed a lot of people were saying not only was he defending, but it goes back to that age-old concern. If you're defending, you're not attacking, and it looked like you were starting to wear him down. Is that kind of the perception you got midway through the match? Yeah, as much as I thought I was wearing him down, he then he, he you know he did a really good job at even defending better, and and you know that that speaks to the heart of Cairo. I think you know he he prides himself on that. Uh, it was, it was impressive. He, he, I threw the kitchen sink at him, and 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 he uh, he defended. He did. I, and when I he submitted him, and that was my goal. And when he started showing more, like, because he was coming back alive again. So, you know, what was your thought? Is right. it kind of in that same idea of a horror movie where you're just like, Jesus Christ, what <laughs> do I have to yeah. do? How could I kill this man? <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> It's like he was coming back from the dead to to haunt me. Um, <laughs> I, I I I just thought I, I needed more of an engagement from him. I needed him to engage in some attacks, and he was very much on the defensive side. And 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 um, you know, and I put this in my post on Facebook. I said, you know, sometimes in order to get a pushback, you need to push somebody, and 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 that's why I I, I was heavy on on that side because I was not feeling that from him. You know, I'm sure he maybe had felt a little rattled after he fell off the stage, but there's a fight that you possess, especially as an MMA fighter. You know, you, you have that that killer instinct in you, no matter what. And, and I was I was doing my best to draw that out of him because I knew it was going to be a, a a recipe for for some excitement. And you know, that's the that's the personal responsibility that I take in, in competing and, and wanting things to be exciting because it's. It's good. It's good for it's good for the community. It's good to watch. It's fun to watch. And um, I mean, I'll, go. go I ahead, just right. had a, a quick joke, and then it's all you, Kev. But I, I thought that when that does happen, and the, to your point, that MMA people have that inherent uh, drive in them. On the same side, I've never rolled with an MMA fighter who decides I'm going to take it easy. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, no, you're you're doing the right thing. I'm sorry, Kevin. Go ahead. No, that uh, <laughs> funny. I've I've also never been a wrestler that does. So, did you chat with him afterwards? Do you guys? Uh, yeah, I'm always curious. Yeah. So, you know, and 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 this is something that you don't see, right? This is after the match. I mean, we were. Of course, yeah. We we were we were shaking hands, giving him love and support. And, and he had, he had an inclination that I had was part Armenian. He didn't realize that, that it was true or not. Um, so, you know, he, he, um, we talked about that and he said, oh, okay, so that's kind of where, 
the clash came and it was, you know, the Armenian blood taking over between the two of us. And, um, you know, we laughed about it and we showed support and, and we kept saying back, you know, up and down to each other, Hey, thanks so much for the match. And we really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I, I invited him to train at, at my, you know, uh, where I was in, in, in uh, Northridge and he invited me to train and he told me that he would, he was definitely going to come up and, you know, there was a, there was a, there was a mutual respect there. And, and that's, that's the moment that I knew what went on in the match was, was, was right because there was that mutual respect at the end of the match. And, and it was something that maybe wasn't shown and wasn't perceived by the community, but between Cairo and I, it was there. And it was, it was, it was a good feeling because, you know, at the end of a, at the end of a heated battle, you can, you know, look your opponent in the eye and just kind of give each other daps and like, dude, that was awesome. Because it was, it was, you know, immediately, you know, my corner said to me, dude, that was probably the, 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 the best match in the history of Metamorphs. And Halle told me and, 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 and all the people that worked for Metamorphs, like, dude, that was freaking awesome. And I was, you know, sit, sitting there, I was frustrated because I didn't get the submission. And, and, you know, that's kind of how I thought I was being, being uh, critiqued is if he's going to get the submission or not. You know, that's what, that's what he, uh, Kyra alluded to in his, his, his uh, hype videos was no one can submit me and I'll do my best to get it. And then there were, you know, you know, it's, it's kind of like, well, when you're, you're hunting for the submission in the midst of that, you, Hey, there's a really freaking exciting match going on. And that's, you know, after the match, I realized that we did it. We put on a show and that was, we both appreciated it. We both appreciated each other. Man, it was kind of like an inauguration of... for for Cairo into the grappling community. So I think huh. he uh, he appreciated that even you know even more too. That's a really cool way of putting it. But man, this sign of mutual respect. What an evil villain you are, AJ. <laughs> terrible, terrible yeah. evil villain of you. No, no, no. We see right through you. Yeah. Hey, I'm convinced that Pian has a set number of bots that he creates that we make. Uh, Nick Post on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to want you to expand on this theory because uh, you made a very, very out there theory, but I, I'm listening. I was like, that sounds Keenan, so if you're out there listening, I know I'm on to you. I know what you do. <laughs> we know he's not training that much. We've seen his game slipping. I mean, we know. <laughs> his... He's hosting shows now. So, oh yeah, who's we got gotta the take time? A yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, what are we doing? I honestly don't know. Sitting, we're here, sitting here talking to AJ. Uh who's got that? <laughs> and AJ, you're. What's next for you? We've we've now we've had you for uh, we've had you for over a half hour. What's going on? Uh, you're fighting at ADCC coming up, dude. It seems like one of the things that I love about life is when when the plate's full, when there's 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 just so much going on, and and this year has been a lot of things happening. I'm really excited. I don't know if you guys are familiar with with Flow Wrestling. Yeah. I've seen the highlights. I always see somebody doing something that looks complicated. Well, wrestling, they, they, they provide media coverage for um, the sport of wrestling, and they come in and they stream live events. They build content and storylines. And, you know, they really they have elevated the sport of wrestling in the time that it needed it most. You know, when, when it was cut from the Olympics, you know, 
people think wondering, is wrestling even going to make it? Flow Wrestling came in, you know, eight, nine years ago, and, and they've been really rallying the community behind something that that brought so much value. Uh, they they not only are involved with wrestling, but Flow Sports, which is the, the actual company, they have several other verticals that they're, they're involved in. Um, I was recently approached about helping them head a, a site into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and today is actually the the, the, um, the site just went live. You know, it's taken probably six months to build this site, and there's been a lot of money that the company invested in. Um, so they're going to be doing uh, exactly that, really building up the the community, building storylines and superstars. So all those comments that you see online is that hey, these athletes deserve you know some recognition, and, and it would be so great if we could get this sport to the next level. This is going to be a a big aid to that, and. Um, I'm I'm freaking stoked to be a part of it. The site went live today. Those of you that are listening and you want to check it out, it's flowgrappling.com. They're going to be streaming events. Um, you know, their first event that they're streaming live is September 12th in Cardiff, UK for the Polaris, um, the whole, you know, all eight matches. Uh, they're, they're also, you know, have some other events in the works that they're going to be streaming live. They have, you know, documentaries and, and full-on on, 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 you know, getting to know a day in the life of a specific athletes. They also have a free, amazing technique session that section that is just dedicated to, to having endless amounts of techniques. So like if you have like Lucas Lates, for example, and he's the freaking king of them, the half guard, you know, is having guys like him showing his half guard or guys like Hodger showing submissions from Mao, Humble Bahal showing passing, Holdo showing passing. And, it's uh, it's 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 really going to bring together a very fragmented community. So I'm really stoked for that. That's something that that that's you know pretty hot right now uh, in my life and in in, in the community. The, the next thing that I have competitively is the ABCC. Um, freaking crazy crazy storyline for me there. I I I had the I was traveling internationally. I didn't didn't I couldn't make the first trials. And for those of you, for for those of you that are, are tuning in and, and don't know, I last year, last ABCC 2013, I you know I lost a super close match to Leo Vieira in a referee's decision, and, and you know from the moment I, I stepped off that mat, I was you know really really super focused about wanting to get back in ABCC and and, and win it, and I missed the first trial, and, and, and if you don't get invited or if you don't win the trials you're, you're not going it's not something you can you know buy a registration and, and, and participate in it's it's um you have to win the trials and I, I wasn't invited the first trials I missed I was traveling couldn't make it the second trials was in uh, Florida um May 9th and I had still hadn't received an invite yet and I didn't want to count on that so I, I made plans to to be in Florida for the trials register for it I was in New York City training in five days before the, the event I was training takedowns with Gregor Gracie and ended up landing on top of me and I separated my AC joint and partial tear in my rotator cuff. I had it all taped up. And you were using that as an excuse not to compete? Seriously? Yeah, exactly. I I uh I flew to Florida, still still flew to Florida, I taped it up. My first two matches I submitted with toe holes. The second third match, the guy had double unders on me, so I, I, I the guy had doubles under on me and I, I remember I couldn't move my shoulder. I was like, oh, man, I have to accept this. 
and he ended up taking me down, and I thought, oh, let's just get it back. And 15 seconds later, after he took me down, it was like, time. And I'm like, man, that was really fast. I didn't realize that in the trials, unless you're in the finals, the matches are only six minutes long. You know, my, my first two matches, I had no, no, I, you know, comprehension of what the, the length was because they submitted the guys. And I was still thinking that it would be from ADCCs in China where it's 10-minute matches. Uh, so I was thinking, I had plenty of time to get this, to, this, these points back. We were, <laughs> and then, you know, 15, 20 seconds later, the referee yells time. I'm just like walking off the mat and devastated in my dreams to get, if there was any chance that I would get in the ADCC, it was over. You know, all this, this training that I've been doing and, and, you know, all this mental preparation out the window. And, you know, by the grace of the grappling gods, I don't know how, I, I was I was still awarded the invite. You know, I'm sure it has something to do with winning the fact that I won the world championships Nogi uh, in 2014. But um, dude, I, I just was I was humbled that they offered me an invite, and it's a pretty stacked division. So I'm freaking I'm pumped to get in the mix with these guys. There's this division has no return of chance. You know, Kron won it in 2013. He's not in it. You know. Gary Tonin, freaking Octavio Souza, Lucas Lepre, JT Torres, Dylan Danis, you know, Ben Henderson. It's a freaking, it's a stacked division. And uh, I'm, I'm just pumped to be on, I mean, so, so pumped to be a part of this event. So I'm traveling there this Saturday. I'm going to be out a week early, kind of get acclimated towards the, uh, you know, the Brazil time and, and uh, put on a on a on a, a show uh, in two weeks. Now, AJ, we've been asking everybody who's come on our show, who's going to ADCC, this question. We will continue the trend with you. What match are you looking forward to at ADCC? Now, I'm not saying that you will have this match, but is there a certain matchup or matchups that you would, in your ideal brain of how it goes, you would love to have? Are you saying for myself or from a fan standpoint? Uh, for you. For me, I would love to match up with Gary Tonin. Ooh, for your fans too. If we're just if I count myself among those two tribes, <laughs> I think awesome. there was a lot of. Um, I, I think the super match between Andre Galvon and Cyborg is going to be freaking crazy, um, and 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 the rematch between Keenan and Homolo. Yeah, I, I literally, until this moment, had forgotten Galvon was fighting Cyborg. <laughs> Holy shit, there's so it's many good matches. It, it's going to be a good year. Dude, it's going to be a tough the year. The guys made he say that. I mean, they say that the car, this lineup for ACC is the best it's ever been in 10 years. And I believe it. Dude, this is going back. This is coming back to Brazil, this event. It's, you look at the list of competitors, it's just like, it's, 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 it's so so awesome and it's going to be in brazil there's going to be so many fans there it's going to be an electrifying uh, venue you know every match is a final match <laughs> from a standpoint from, for a fan you guys you know budo is streaming it live so you guys are going to want to be on the edge of your your seat watching this so many so many awesome potential matchups uh, so i'm really well, think- for that I think we will be doing something fun uh, for ADCC. Maybe 
talking during the matches. I don't know. I'm just putting ideas out there. So uh, I'm going to go and apologize to you in advance for anything I probably say at your expense. But just know that at the time, I thought it was funny. So, you know, when you see me live in person, don't shoot in on me. Because I have nothing to defend in that way. Feels natural. Don't don't encourage it, Kevin. I've seen the velocity and the speed in which he does this. And honestly, (laughs) I I saw you at EBI, and I do want to talk about this real quick. But when I saw you at EBI, you were so busy, and I didn't want to go up and interrupt you. But I also thought I was like, Oh, I wish you would have. Believe me, I wish I would have too. But uh, I unfortunately didn't get a chance to. But I, I thought about it, and I go, You know what the worst part about going up to a wrestler and if you catch them by surprise is what happens to you if you do. So like, I just figure you catch you on the wrong angle and it's really dark there. Who knows, man, I might become uh, one with the, the cement floor, but uh, no, I did want to ask. I saw that you were there. You, you were cornering. Uh, yeah. Right. Zhuang, yeah. I was cornering Zhuang. And, uh, you know, I, when I go to New York city, I train with the heads of team and, and Gary and, and, and Eddie Cummings and Atavia and, and they're like, oh, you're coaching the enemy. And I'm like, look, guys, I coached by Jerome when he was in China for, for ADCC. Uh, you know, he's a, he, he welcomes me. We, we, we've gotten to be great friends in, in, in my time in Jiu-Jitsu. And Juan and, and Paulo, and when I go to San Paulo, they, 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 you know, they let me come train at Cerro Costa. So it's uh it's a friendship, you know, I was kind of doing it as, as he had nobody there. Dude was all, he was there by himself. I know, man. And I don't know if you saw what I saw, but, uh, he is always of that passion. Everybody knows it's very well documented that those guys love rolling. They can't think of anything else, but you know, how they have those warm up areas where, uh, the athletes yeah. are kind of on deck. If you would, um, yeah. from my vantage point, I could see him just chilling over on the sides, even when he wasn't warming up on deck, just in like a little crevice, looking out longingly Watching. to the mats like uh oh, i wish i was there i wish that was me to like every <laughs> other match that was happening and it just always speaks yeah. to the grappler's heart of those guys uh but we did find out that he's not going to be doing adcc now uh do you happen yeah. to know anything about yeah. that man it, it, it's it's difficult to say i haven't talked to him about it but i think uh you know they've been involved with a lot of a lot of matches to date so far so you know that may be something that they're kind of weighing, weighing that. I, I, I was surprised to read it as well. I haven't talked talk to him about it, but I'm sure it's it's something that's compelling enough to understand. Sure. To keep him out of it because as you know, I he's... Just, uh, yeah, you're saying the same thing I'm about to, which is they, you know they want to be there and it would take something monumental to keep them off of it. Uh, yeah. But for us... It's uh, it's kind of a, a bummer because they bring the kind of things that are fun and unexpected to watch uh, for a different oh, yeah. element. And so on the other side, you know, we were, we were bummed. But I, let me pose this theory to you and you can tell me in your, your grappler's experience if I'm off track. You know, when you see their feet be rubber and you think logically Dude. like, oh, my God, my I would have tapped like 9000 times. And logically, yeah. you just think, oh, yeah, their feet are rubber. That's no problem. Do you think it's a buildup of over time of just uh, maybe there is some kind of injury like that? And I, you don't, I know you don't know exactly, but we're just speculating here. We don't know for sure. In my experience, absolutely. I, I think, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's you know, for example, for, 
for, for the, the ACC trials. I was injured. I could have you know, said, oh, I know I'm injured. I can't do this. But um, even after the match, I could have said, I could have went and competed more. You know, I felt a little bit good, and I could have added more to it, but I took the next two months off. I did absolutely nothing except for rehab on my shoulder, and, and, I, and I took time that needed to be able to, to recover my muscles. The thing is that when you're young, when you're you know between the ages of 18 and 24, there's a lot of wear and tear in your body that you can tolerate until it starts to catch up to you. And then when it catches up to you, you're like, dang, I wish I would have did this, or could have, would have, should have, or, you know, you play the if game in your in your head about thinking, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't have let all these submissions take a toll on my body. You know, I I, I think that they're they're starting to to realize that, and 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 he's probably being smart and saying I need to let my body catch up. I put I've been putting a lot of wear and tear on it lately. Um, you know, I, I do that sometimes. I push the limits of some injuries that you know I I, I can't. I think in my head I can't miss this tournament. I can't miss this tournament. But then again, I'm not 100 percent. And and sometimes that's reasons why, you know, competitors out there don't compete. That they don't feel like they're 100. percent But when you learn to you learn to compete, and this is this is an interesting. We could have a whole podcast on just this. But if you if when you learn to control the chaos and you, when you learn to compete and operate at a level that's not 100. percent Guys on the top of the podium, you know, at the World Championships at the black belt level. They're not 100% before they, they, they step on the mats, but they learn how to com- compete in a way that, that the confidence precedes that, and, 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 and the mental, mental aspect helps. Um, so, yeah, I, I, certainly with, with, in, in regards to Jerome, maybe, maybe some things are catching up, and he's, he's making a, a decision to say, hey, I got I to let my body catch up. Taking a toll on it the last, and, and but at the same time, we could just be speculating say there could be a totally different issue. There's family, maybe there's something that is preventing him in, in another realm. But mm. I mean, as a, as a competitor, you got to listen to your body, you got to know, know, know your limits. And that's what Jiu Jitsu has taught me is to know myself, know, know when I can and when I can't. And I when had you to can't, guess. you have to. He's going to lock in with some oranges the new black season two and just take a week off. That's just early speculation as well. Yeah, That's maybe he, he saw that oranges the new black season just came out and <laughs> jumps right on it. I mean, rap, wow. you can relate to that, right? Like, yes. Yeah. I don't know if you guys yeah, are. I don't know if you guys are a fan of the show Dexter, but that's my uh, my all time favorite show I've ever watched from beginning to end. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm gonna put a Giving theory us a out there. A little more insight into his jujitsu. You right. are a blonde, so you could potentially be identifying with a character who gets to murder people only on the mats, though. Obviously, we're not accusing yeah. you of anything. So now we know what's going on here. Hmm. Noted. <laughs> and you're also fighting Polaris. As a serial killer. Yeah, <laughs> you're taking your serial killer talents to Polaris Pro too. But I'm. I have a vigilante. I'm, I'm a vigilante in, in, in the sense that, hey, I'm a serial killer, but I only kill the people that I think deserve to be killed. Yes, yes. We're fully aware of the anti-hero <laughs> premise of the show. Well, good, good save. It's great Between stuff. that it's and the genius. Batman comparison of being the, the heel that jiu-jitsu needs, you're, you're going to make your way. I'm waiting for the Punisher reference. We're, we're making our way through it all, dude. Now, Kevin is asking about Polaris, and we are both interested to hear your thoughts about that. Raph, dude, this, there's, you know, I'm stoked about the ADCC. 
I was stoked about get the Metamorphs event, but I tell you what, the the the, the fun that I had in, in Polaris the first time in January, and just the organization entirely, it's freaking amazing what they're doing, and they're like a they're Europe's freaking version of of of, of premier submission grappling, and and they're bringing matchups that are, are so so cool. And, 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 you know, me specifically, I'm competing against a guy that's much heavier than me, and I love it. I think that the fans, Europe's one of the, my favorite places to compete, actually the favorite place to compete for me. Uh, I, I think that fans are just super, you know, super passionate about jiu-jitsu, and then it shows. They don't really care what team you are. They just are rooting for jiu-jitsu. So if they see that in the match, they're just like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's fun to compete for that. In, in front of that. No lie. And rowdy crowd, rowdy group in general, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's a, it's a unique card because you got, you, you know, Michelle Michelle Nicolini in there. You got Gary Tonin. You have Eddie Cummings is going to be there. And, and they're competing against, you know, a lot of the U.K. stars. Um, it's it's going to be it's going to be fireworks for sure. And as, Kev, as successful as the first card was, I think it's going to be pretty exciting too. Kev, you know the th- thing I really like about talking with AJ here is you get the sense that not only is he a competitor, but that he's maybe more excited about certain matches that he's not even involved in than we are. Yeah, you can hear the <laughs> fan in him. Yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah. Totally right. <laughs> Dude, we can... Freaking Hobson Moore is fighting Barrett Yoshida. <laughs> and it's crazy in itself. Vita Barrio, Shalon is freaking, Shalon is, is going to step on the map. And he, he's competing against freaking a legend. I love this so much. You know what, Kev? I think uh, make a mental note from uh, whenever we have to preview an upcoming jiu-jitsu event. Never we just to get... have AJ on. Absolutely, he's really bad at it. Yeah, yeah, completely. He, he doesn't know how to hype a fight in the least. No, uh, no. I think we just bring him on and let him talk, and then us just kind of take a smoke take a break, break that day. We could go do some mm-hmm. training, maybe. We could get like some oh, extra geez. training. I, so one day. I don't know, guys. You guys are freaking good at what you do. And hey, I, you know, from Raph from you know, and Kevin, just uh, the commentating that I, I heard from John on Metamorphs. You guys are, you guys are. You guys are all like-minded. You have a good, good approach. So it's, you know, from a fan of matches, I'm also a fan of commentators and podcasts. So know that it's it's an honor to be on your show. Oh, bah, just bah. Oh, stop it! No, yes. don't make me blush at the end of I your. Can't even, I don't. I can't even deal right. with it. He's so <laughs> you know what it is? Because here's the thing. Now I'm starting to wonder. I'm like, I'm right. The last time I saw him give a high five, but he got that single takedown. I just now I know. He's just setting it up right here. Yeah, I he's just, about to. See he's he's going to be like, Raph, hey. you're such a good podcaster. And we're like, no, I'm taking down. How? I never I never talked about that. I didn't take down, but I tell you what, this is, you know, between us and your, your subscribers. Yeah. Uh, freaking Ollie Geddes, he tapped before that takedown happened, just between you, you know, us. He tapped. And I was like, oh, okay, really? You're going to pretend like you just didn't tap to the armbar I put you in? <laughs> All right, wow. here's my high five, and here's my takedown. That doesn't really count for points because it's a super match. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, and you I, know, what? and I ended up in his best position. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that you know, 
that that really does change things. Maybe you really are a vigilante. We're going to put this to a test. Look, if you look back at the match, you'll see the point in which he's like tapping my foot. Interesting. Well, this I is mean, a great few people that I can, Yeah, this right. Is, this is fun information because we definitely uh, have a metamor or I'm sorry, a Polaris recap show that we'll be posting up pretty soon. So I have that footage, and uh, we'll see, we'll see. That's that's interesting information. You, I'll, I'll give you another give you another piece that will keep your scratch in your head. Uh, Ollie was holding his arm like it had fallen off after the match. Oh, <laughs> if I'm Sherlock Holmesing this, and I think I should, <laughs> I would sense that perhaps there was some sort of trauma to his joint. But yeah. Well, (laughs) verbal tap fans and the fight community, you can find AJ anywhere and everywhere. Uh, Pretty much just challenge him to a fight, but be very careful. He's in phenomenal shape. Yeah, if he's not on stage, he might just be ready to go and roll, but he'll most likely be cheering the action and then say like, oh, I got a matchup next. I was a fan for two minutes. (laughs) I got to go murder somebody (laughs) on stage. BRBZs. BRB dog. <laughs> well, AJ, it was a blast having you on. We're big fans of yours. Obviously, we will have you back on the podcast maybe after this whirlwind of 29 consecutive super fights and a major no-gi competition <laughs> you have going on. Uh, but Dude, thank guys, you so I, much. I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I had a blast. Verbal Tap fans, here he is, AJ Hazam. Thanks so much, guys. <laughs> Grappling fans, do you already miss AJ? Hey, we get it. That smile, those double legs. Head on over to AJAgazarm.com, AJAgazarm.com for all those moves and more. Graf the Sparza, what a podcast. John Evans. AJ, mm-hmm. whom you and I have been, I mean, he's, we, it's funny when you talk to someone, you really start thinking about how much you've seen them compete and it's like, damn, yeah. AJ's been busy. Can we also talk about something in confidence now that he's not here anymore? Yeah. Okay. When someone says in response to, oh, I saw you in an event, but you were too busy. Um, I didn't get a chance to come up and say hi. And they give you that. Oh, you should have. Yeah. Do you think he was going to, like, do you think he was going to beat me up, though? He was like, definitely just... going to beat you up. Yeah. There wasn't okay. even a question in my mind. He was like, you should have come said hello so I could have put you on your back from five feet away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was kind probably... of the impression I got. Yeah. No, I, where we were 100% on the same page. I like your voice. You were just like, oh, yeah, I was busy. <laughs> I mean, the, the unfortunate <laughs> part is, is that, and this is what AJ doesn't know, is I see him. Uh, as I'm walking around and I, I was talking with somebody too, but I saw him talking to Kenny Florian and I just don't want to interrupt that conversation because I have nothing to add other than, Oh, Hey AJ. Yeah, no, great. Great to talk. Hey, Kenny Florian, what's going on here? Hey, am I right? Your socks? <laughs> Jesus. That John Evans doing commentary on Metamorphs. I know. Right. All right. Well, you guys keep it real. All right. Peace. Um, yeah, that was not going to happen. So, uh, no, I he was just so busy between cornering and then he was seeing people 
and uh, he was in great spirits. So it was it was really really cool and uh, good conversation with the man. I learned a lot. That's well, I'm jealous. I'm always jealous. <laughs> I was like, well, that sounds exactly how I pictured it. <laughs> okay. Um. Rap, this has been amazing, but it's time to uh, wind this wind this thing down. Yes, it's time for some shout outs. Yes, I'll start it off. Okay. Um, my sister has a; she's seven days old today. Yeah, so cute. We have a little baby at home now. Um, I just came from Kansas, where I was previously in Denver, which leads me to my second shout-out. My father, who picked me up in Denver, saved me the flight costs. That was nice. Really nice. So I could come see the niece. Um, And my mother and he hosted me for a week. Big shout-outs to the fam. And Victoria and I found an apartment, by the way. This takes me to a shout-out that winds us into Kansas City where T Money got married. Travis Connolly? T Money! Travis Connolly got married in a it was a gorgeous Friday evening in downtown Kansas City. Um it was a really cool like loft style building, like a big warehouse like sorta modern. It was awesome. Uh great wedding. Got to meet some L C Davis. Awesome. And um, you know what? I'm just gonna say this. You know, we'll we'll obviously chat with Travis at some point, and the wedding details be aside. But I may or may not have seen a prominent MMA fighter put on heels very briefly because it was part of a wedding game that he was playing as an awesome participant of the crowd. Well, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's a lot of <laughs> details to process. What it's uh, tease so you are, Kevin. Big congrats to Travis and Laura. It's just, it was it was a gorgeous night. So uh, shout-outs to them on an, an awesome wedding. And I think that's going to do it for me, Raph. I also want to send out uh, my best over to Travis. Congratulations. Uh, man, that's so cool to hear. I will say, uh, when Kevin described the cake, I demanded photo proof. Kev, are you at liberty to describe what the cake looked like? America. Perfection. <laughs> a touch of Rocky. A sprinkle of what makes this place amazing. It was a massively beautiful icing cake that had a ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and you immediately noticed it had a few accents to it. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, in addition to the America, uh, that was the matting, if you would, for the ring. It also had a sword and a shield, which immediately said to me, Conan the Barbarian. And I yeah. said, well played. Yeah. And you're so, yeah, no, it was good stuff. And of course, uh, you know, Kev, I had a very eventful week out here as well. I want to send some shout outs to some really, really great people. I want to, uh, send out my first shout out to, Scotty from On The Mat. Scotty, man, I've never watched an event with Scotty. I'm always at events with him. But uh, Scotty Nelson, who is one of the OGs in the jiu-jitsu community, takes care of so many good people. Uh, Man, just a a blast. And throughout the night, he kept telling me this, Kev, and I, I think you'll enjoy this. He kept being like, don't quote me on that. You can quote me on that. 
don't quote me on this. <laughs> you could definitely quote me on this. And I was like, Scotty, I have no interest in saying what Scotty, you're Scotty, I'm not like, quoting you on to. anything. He's like, yeah. yeah. And you can quote me on telling you that you can't quote me on that. <laughs> so I had so much fun. Uh, alongside Scotty, I was also seeing our good friend Amici from uh, BJJ Training Journal. So it was good to rap with him, catch up on stuff. I will Amici. say this, Kev. And I was, um, I was a little excited to tell you this. And uh, I don't know why we didn't really get the chance to talk about it earlier, but there was no time. Here's what happened at EBI3 because I got to go to that, and it was a ton of fun. Yeah. And we're going to bring it up a little bit later on on other uh, podcast information kind of stuff. Obviously. But... And you mean EBI4. Yes. Thank you. What did I say? Did I say three? You did. Okay. Whatever. I mean, uh, I'm still you, stuck in the past. I, th- I was going to say, you also are a student of the game. So maybe you were watching uh, three. You were like, I saw some <laughs> things. I like to express. Man, and I was, I was so like, hey, high. The, the floor is yours, Raph. Because <laughs> it was sponsored by IUS that I was like, man, I'm at EVI3. I traveled <laughs> back in the past. So here's what happens. We were, um, our seats were a little bit higher up. So we had really cool seats, first of all. But we were looking down at where the stage is. So I kind of had a headache, and God bless uh, Scotty for getting me some water at some point. He just was like, dude, you need water? And I was like, yes, please. But there were two things that were making my headache worse. The first thing was the fact that there was somebody in our section who was wearing the cheapest of cheap colognes. And you add that when you've already got that weird headache, and you just go, oh, this feels so stupid. But the other thing, Kev, that really teed off myself and Scotty was that there was a guy in our section at EBI 4 who could not stop narrating and doing play-by-play commentary throughout the whole proceedings. Now, I'm talking like interrupt you during a movie kind of a thing. Now, Kev, do you want a little bit of an example of what it felt like? Yes, I wanted a little bit of an example. Okay, here we go. Oh, do you guys? Oh man, he's uh, he's got this finished. He's just you know he's going here. You ever like that setup that the Meow Brothers do? Oh man, it's over. He's got it. Oh, oh, I guess he didn't get it. No, okay. Well, they're transitioning. That's cool. Anyway, so I was saying earlier, I was looking at this DVD. You guys looking at Keaton's DVD? Yeah, man, those are fucking the best. Oh shit, he's gonna finish right here. Oh, he didn't. Okay, well, we're gonna keep watch. Oh man, you know, he, I'm just telling you, these guys, they gotta keep things like they're main straight, and they just gotta play this game. He's never gonna get the submission. Oh, he got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what it was fucking like for the entire. Uh, uh, that's my nightmare. That's my and nightmare. So I kept looking at Amici, and Amici was. Uh, we were joking with each other, and I go, you know. I mean, she goes, how are you having a good sense of humor about it? I go, two things. Number one, count the number of times he's been wrong and said, the fight's going to end right here. It's comical. Number two, I'm going to bring this up on the podcast, and I'm 100% going to talk about it. That's where my revenge shall be sought. You know, they say uh, revenge is a life well lived. So... That is uh, or actually exactly what they say. You just put them on blast on your podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you know somebody like that at an event, I'm not talking like they can't talk at all during the event. But this dude was you're nonstop not, for the entire unreasonable five hours of this event. So, you know, you can find better things to do. 
Anyway, other than that, it was a fun event. I want to thank everybody who made it possible. Um, obviously, John Greek, who accompanied me, got some great photos. Um, I also want to thank Blanca Marissa Garcia, who uh, was so great in organizing everything together. Ran into a ton of friends there. I wish I could say you guys all by name, but you know who you are. And I also want to send a big shout out to our good friend Joe Soto, who ended up becoming a runner-up uh, to uh, Eddie Cummings, who had an amazing series of uh heel hook finishes that were yeah. oh kev they were they were picture perfect they were amazing and uh you know it, it was a fun event uh we obviously have some ideas and notes that we're gonna pass along uh in future episodes here but we just want to say thank you to everybody involved so on top of that guys please make sure to go check out bjj breakdown.com that's john evans's site you can also check out his academy breakdown academy it is in north hollywood so if you want to hear more of his wonderful witty commentary you can hear him say things like hey raf that's not how that move works thanks john you can also check out our good friend aj i can't believe you forgot this kev where can you find out more information of like the techniques and the stuff that aj does i'm, I'm drawing a blank Oh, well, that's the great news, Raph. It's super easy. You just have to right. go to AJ Agazarm and you will find it. AJ Agazarm.com. Because I'll tell you one thing now that I know he's after me, I got to start watching every one of his videos to make sure I at least have a chance that, you know, I can kind of <laughs> just move out of the way if he's coming after me and, and going in for a deep single. And uh, Agazarm. I would also DJ. like to do more. Shout out no. to uh, Valley Martial Arts Center. Great training out there. Uh, I want to give a particular uh, note of interest to our good friend uh, Miguel, whose game is really coming together, man. It, it's really good stuff. So uh, my compliments to him and my compliments to everybody I got to roll with this week. You guys, I think that'll do it for us this week. Well, then that's going to do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and good fight. Ref, I want to be clear to all the grappling promoters. I will yeah, fight for free. You will fight for free? Okay. I That's will, it. We'll be charging. It's a tough stance, but somebody's got to do it.